Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog, Particularly Packers podcast, checking in with you once again. Oh, man, what a week in football. That was amazing. How about those Raiders versus the Baltimore Ravens? What a game. That was pretty amazing. Um... Definitely thought the Raiders were not going to win that one. That's why if I had to pick again, I wouldn't pick the Raiders. Especially in that scenario, they came down, they held it down in their home field, which was pretty amazing. Oh, I thought they won the game, and then they called it back to the half-yard line. They were already running around, everybody shaking hands, got to call it back. Then they got to run it, get the false start, and next thing you know, he throws an interception. Oh, man, what a game. Lamar had it in the bag, then he went down, he fumbled it. That's Monday Night Football, baby. That You guys can, y'all deserve it. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was amazing. There were definitely some teams that didn't show up. Um, there were some other entertaining games, though. I enjoyed the Detroit game. I'll get into that later because, you know, that's one of, we got that coming up. So we're going to run deep into that one. Um, I also think Houston went kind of boo-boo and the New York Giants, man. I was really rooting for the Giants just because, you know, we had the 9-11 anniversary thing and, uh, you know, heart goes out to everybody there. And yeah, I was big, man. I really thought they were going to show up for the city. Didn't happen. Um, so didn't do very good last week, nine and seven. That's definitely picked more winners and losers, you know, to cover spread and blah, 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 but not very good. And this week is presented by, uh, or actually all the statistics are presented by oddshark.com. Didn't get paid, but I use their website. So got to co- tell you where my source is and give them credit. We're putting it out there. All right, all right, all right. So let's jump back to these Giants, man. Giants versus Washington. Thursday night football. That's coming tonight. Are y'all ready? All right, Washington's favored by three points and over under 40.5. Um, Like I said, last week I went with the Giants, thought they'd pull it off. Uh, they had more to fight for, and didn't happen. This week I... I think Washington's defense is actually going to show up to play. They didn't show up too much last weekend. Week two, I think they're coming out. They're going to, you know, look for justice. But with that being said, it was hard because no more Fitzmagic. We got Taylor Heineke back there, proving that he can, you know, play decently in the league. But I think that defense in Washington is just too much, too much to, too much to deal with right there. I think they're going to get to Daniel Jones all night. Um, I saw the Giants were missing one of their offensive linemen and Ingram, their tight end, also not going to play. So with those two out, I got to think Washington's defense is just going to win the game for them. They'll cover the spread, I believe, of three points, and I don't see everybody clearing 40.5. It's going to be really hard. There's too many points to not pick the over on. Oh, I have it on the under. I don't think they'll hit 40.5, but that's hard, man. It's Thursday night. Oh, man, I'm going to stick with the under because I have it picked. But here we go. I'm on to the next. Buffalo versus Miami. Um, That's Josh Allen versus Tua. Haven't seen too much in terms of injuries. You know, I didn't look into that game too much, but I'm going to pick Buffalo all day. I know that, you know, Josh Allen versus Tua. Money's on Buffalo. 3.5 spread. Going to cover that. I'm going to win by more than that. And then uh, 48, I think they'll be under. I think they'll be under 48. I know that's a tough one, but I don't see Miami showing up. 
Cincinnati versus Chicago. I'm going to take Chicago. Um, don't like picking them, but, you know, money is most likely. Chicago, they're at home. Um, they're three-point favorites. That's probably due to home field advantage. So it's going to be a good game. Going to be a good game. Wouldn't mind seeing since he pulled that off. Would love to see it, actually. But with that being said, 45 over under. I'm going to take 45 for the over. Denver, Jacksonville, hard game to pick. Very hard game to pick. But I did pick Denver. Um, minus six. Uh, it's hard to give up, man. But Jacksonville, they're not showing me the defense so they can stop Bridgewater. Even though Bridgewater could stop himself some games. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I think, will show up. But Denver has a better defense than Jacksonville, hands down. So I think they'll cover the six. 45.5, they'll cover that. They'll go over. Um, Houston, Cleveland. Like I say, Houston, I don't see them bouncing back, especially with their situation over there in quarterback and therefore lack of Deshaun Watson, a.k.a. Um, Got to take Cleveland. Cleveland at home, but they're plus 12.5. That's a lot of points, man. It's going to come up again, 12.5. I can't give it up. I'm going to say they don't cover the point spread. If you cover that, I mean, that's awesome, but those are like college numbers. 48 points over under. Um I think they'll be under. I think Cleveland's going to put up maybe 24, 27, and I don't think Houston will be in that ballpark. Las Vegas Raiders versus Pittsburgh. That was a tough one for me to pick. I definitely could see Las Vegas winning, especially after last week. But since it's in Pittsburgh, I'm going with Pittsburgh, who's favored by 5.5 points. Um, whatever. We'll give them the point. We'll take the points. Uh, they'll go over that. No worries. No worries, I hope, at least. And like I said, if you're going Las Vegas money line. I'm not mad at you. That would be a good bet, especially if you're a Raider fan. I totally understand. 47 points, they'll go above that. No worries. Akuna Matata, unless there's rain, then then they're going to slow everything down. Rams versus Indy. Uh, Got to take the Rams on that one, even though Wendy, Indy stands a good chance. Um, I love to see what, you know, that game is going to be amazing. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. Minus four points. I think the Rams will cover the four points. 47.5. 47.5 points, they'll cover that. They'll get at least, you know, there'll be some points scored. Um, New England versus the New York Jets. You got to take New England on that one. Negative 5.5, I think they'll cover the spread, even though I don't like giving up that much. They got to win by a touchdown. Yeah, I got to pick them after New York's uh, showing last week. Believe me, I know. I had their rookie big talent, uh, Elijah Moore, and he did boo-boo. Just dropping the ball all over. 42.5, they'll cover that. No, no worries. Um, New Orleans Saints versus Carolina. This is where I think last week was a fluke and more of a show of Green Bay's talent. So I actually picked Carolina. Um, New Orleans is favored, but negative 3.5, not much. I take Carolina money line, 44 points. I think they'll go over. I think, you know, it's going to be close. I don't think New Orleans will put up more than 17 points, but we'll see. We'll see. I don't see it. But I did go with the over. So that means Carolina's, they're coming up. They're putting 30 points. Um, San Fran versus Philly. Ooh, this was a tough one. But for some reason, I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But I picked Philly. I think Jalen Hurts is going to come out. I think San Fran's just going to, for the controversy standpoint, maybe it's biasedness because I really don't like them um, after what they smacked us around those couple years with Kaepernick, and et cetera. Uh, yeah, San Fran, not a fan, so maybe this is a little biasedness, but I do think Jalen Hurts stands a good chance and can pull the upset. 
That's back-to-back upsets. I do not like it. It looks really bad on my board. I know one of them are definitely going to lose, and since they're back-to-back, probably both now. But I'm going to stick with Philly. Money line, 50 points is an over-under. I don't think they'll reach that at all. I would bet that under most days. Um, But you never know. never know. ATL versus Tampa Bay. Oh, man, what a storyline if Garoppolo comes out and just starts flopping like a fish out of water, man. I tell you what, man, it's going to... Ooh, it's going to be Trey Area, according to their announcer, man. That dude fool. But here we go. ATL versus Tampa Bay. Oh, man, this is that point spread that's 12.5 points in Tampa Bay's favor. I am going to pick Tampa Bay, and I am i can't take that. That's too high. Two touchdowns against Matt Ryan. Uh, probably Matt Ryan's last year. I don't see him going out like that. Him and Tom Brady. I know I, lo- I would lose my money on Matt Ryan so many times, but that dude can sling the ball. Him and Tom Brady, if it... You know, I think they have one more go around because I believe that's divisional. However, 12.5, I don't see it happening. Divisional game, I, I, I believe they're divisional. But either way, it's going to be close than that. I think it's going to be like a 10-point game. 52 points, um, I'm going to take it. I think that they're both going to put up points. I know it's hard to say against Tampa Bay's defense, but somebody's got to do it. Minnesota versus Arizona. Um, really wanted to pick, you know, ultimately, I didn't want to pick the Arizona pick, even though I, I am I enjoy Arizona. But it was Minnesota, man, and I can't pick Minnesota. Um, it, it was a really tough game for me to pick because I have this slight you know, feeling that Minnesota is going to pull it off. But Arizona, got to ride with you. My money's on you just because it is Minnesota, and I'm not going to ever, you know, it's hard, really hard to bet Minnesota. they got to be a clear favorite. So Arizona giving up 4.5, I'll give it up. Uh, and you know what? I think it's going to be close in the um, – I don't think that point spread is going to cover. I think it's going to be a very close game, maybe a three-point game, one-point game. 51 points is an over-under. I think they'll go over that, 51 points. Um, Minnesota has a defense, though, so let's let's say over because I picked it. Dallas versus the Chargers. Chargers, I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, they're favored by three points. I think they'll clear them by more than – I think they're going to beat them by 10 points. I don't think Dallas is going to show up this week. I think um, – Tampa Bay's defense didn't show up last week, and it made Dallas's offense look really, really good. But we'll see this week. It's a true test. The Chargers, um, Tampa Bay was a true test also. Take nothing away from them, Cowboys. They're getting plenty of credit last week. I ain't clapping for y'all again. So, Chargers, minus three points. We got to take the Chargers on that one. Um, hopefully they come out swinging. I think that they're going to dominate by over 10 points, possibly 10. And 55, I think it'll be under. I don't see Dallas putting up that many points. I think that they're going to be controlled. Um, Zeke, he can't run the ball, and I don't see Dak doing that back-to-back. Tampa Bay just doesn't have the the cornerbacks to defend. Um, Mari Cooper ran all over them. Tennessee versus Seattle. Let's go Seattle. Um, negative 5.5. I think they'll cover that. I think Tennessee, until they show me that they're here to play, which they will be some point in the year. But they weren't last week, and I don't count on them being here this week, which is why 54 points I went under because I don't think Tennessee will be showing up, and Seattle, they ain't putting it up by themselves. You need two two teams to put up that many. Um, KC, Baltimore, these two teams will put up that many. Um, KC's favored by 3.5, and they're playing in Baltimore. It would be very easy to pick Baltimore money line on this, um, but I picked – Casey, and I picked them to cover the spread. I think they'll win more like by three points, two points, one point, but I picked them to cover the spread after Baltimore's showing last week. Plenty of talent. They're lacking, you know, they're running back. They could definitely use the help, but with that being said, Lamar cost them the game, 
Uh, 55 points. Mm, it's hard to give a, you know, say they'll go over, but you got to go with the over. I don't see it, though. I really don't. I don't see it. But I picked over. I'm sticking with it. Detroit versus Green Bay. Minus 11 points. I think they're crazy. Um, but Green Bay, with them losing last week, I see them coming out and just taking it super personal and wanting to achieve greatness and showing, uh, you know, some force. But like I said, I enjoyed that Detroit game last last week, at least the last fourth quarter. Um, Detroit really showed up and started balling out, and I thought that they were going to make it back with all those onside kicks. That It was a very entertaining ending to the game. Um, so I don't see Green Bay just running off with it, especially after our showing last week. I'm going to pick Green Bay because that's where my heart's at. But, you know, minus 11, no way, no way in hell. Oh, man, I wonder what the money line would be if you pick Detroit and – Green Bay drops another egg, which they clearly could. I don't see it happening, but that'd be a great money line at minus eleven. Green Bay, um, I don't see them covering eleven points or winning by eleven. Over under forty eight, I see them them clearing forty eight, no problem. All righty, folks. All righty, folks. So picks picks are done. Picks are done. That wraps that up. Um, hopefully, I do better this week than I did last week. All right, on to the Packers. Um. Basically, the only thing I don't have too much to gripe on, uh, I heard a lot of, you know, people thinking, you know, people were crazy, but we know what happened this game. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he said, it's a good lesson. It's a good learning lesson for us. Um, I definitely put a dot, dot, dot after learning lesson. And then I would drop the for us because uh, I think it's a, it all starts with looking in the mirror. I think that's very clear. Um Aaron Rodgers by missing minicamp, missing OTAs, and he was clearly benched that game. There was pretty much 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. You you get sat down with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's not good. That's not good, buddy. You that, that was awful. That was an awful awful performance. Um, missing minicamp, missing OTAs. We can say it. You know what I mean? It's the worst game of your career. You can. I heard, I'm not sure if it's true. I heard he would have had a better passing statistic, like a, a passer rating, if he would have just spiked the ball every time. So with that being said, Aaron Rodgers, he didn't show up. He didn't want to practice during the offseason. He chose to do his own thing. He came back, and the team failed miserably. Um, I think as a leader, you start by looking in the mirror, but we understand where he's looking. It's a great learning lesson for us, I mean for all of us. Um, I think there's plenty of learning lessons to go around with that being said, but I think as a leader, once again, it starts with looking around, making sure everybody's healthy and uh, off the field before you start joking with the opponents. You might want to make sure that your your boys are okay and not unconscious and, you know, hoping that, you know, there's no permanent injuries where you're laughing it up. I was sitting at home very concerned for one of the players. That was that was bullshit. I've stated that before. But there's many camp OTAs missing all that and then just putting it on us you know what i mean like admit it man hey this is it's something it's something um i I do like listening to you know baltimore their post-game conferences and listening to uh lamar lamar knows lamar knows who that was on he made it very clear i think that's the way that it should be handled um aaron Rodgers, he just loves it He, he loves this shit man with that being said we were out coached we were clearly out coached um matt lafleur i don't think it should be our future I think if anything, they should look, you know, be looking at replacing him when his contract's done. Um, I'm basing this off of everything since he's come in. He has the best, 
the most talent in the league. Our team can win with pretty much any coach. With Aaron Rodgers on one side, the defense will figure it out. I mean, we look like a mess on defense typically. Oh, man, 49ers game. This is what brings me back to that 49ers game when, you know, we got spanked by Kyle Shanahan. Didn't even stand a chance. And then in Tampa was pretty much the same thing twice last year. With Bruce Arians, we were just completely outmatched. And I would definitely say Aaron Rodgers dropped the ball on most of those games as well. But coaching-wise, I mean, they just walk all over our defenses. They just manipulate us, and it is disgusting. There are plenty of coaching, you know, flaws in all of those games, along with Aaron Rodgers' flaws. But you can't say any of those, like, Aaron Rodgers played his ass off and then lost. But with that being said, coaching-wise, we've been defeated over and over. This last week was definitely a defeat as well. I think that, you know, the running game, and you just look at how many rushes Aaron Jones and how it went with A.J. Dillon topping him. Nathaniel Hackett is a name that nobody's talking about. That's our offensive coordinator. Um, Just a name. Just a name. I know Matt LaFleur is heavily involved, and Aaron Rodgers controls a lot of it, but got to keep an eye there. Joe Barry, everybody knows his name because he's a new guy on the block, but he definitely didn't show up, and I don't think that he will you know, be a dominant force in that position, just judging by his history. He's never been a dominant defense, and there's no reason to start here. Matt LaFleur, all eyes are still on you, brother. Um, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to save you. It was very clear last weekend you couldn't depend on Aaron Rodgers and you didn't have a plan B at all. You might want to think about that. My biggest question mark is going to be, and I hope to hear from him moving forward shortly, Zedaria Smith. Where is this guy at? He went to Twitter and said, wow, and ever since then I haven't really heard from him. I'm very interested to hear from Zedarius. It's very clear he has plenty to say. But as a leader, you know, in last week, there was no leadership. There was a very clear lack of leadership offensively, defensively, and Zadarius was not voted a captain. So can't be put on him. I know he had limited playing time, and he showed up in those plays that he was limited to. So Zadarius, I'd love to hear from him. I know he has a lot to say, and I don't know if he'll say it. And I think some of it's with his contract and then not being captain. I think there's a pot of brewing over there, and I can hear the whistle. Hey, with that being said, I'll give you a little fantasy rundown. I got smashed last week, and it was just based on my decision to play, you know, Brandon and Ayuk, uh, San Francisco. I'm not even sure if it's Ayuk, but uh, I know it's Ayuk, but I'm not sure if it's Brandon. Pretty sure it is. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, yep. He failed. He didn't even get on the field, but I played him. Can't blame me for that one. And Elijah Moore, who I played last week, and he failed. He dropped almost every ball his way. I think he caught one for negative three yards, showed up like boo-boo. I should have played Jalen Waddle, but I didn't, and I ended up losing. I ended up losing because of those two decisions. Um, Costly, costly, and hats off to the other guy. He got me. I made bad decisions. I benched benched Swift because of reports that, you know, Jamal Williams was starting – Swift showed up. He got the touchdown. He got some nice plays. I'm going to start him this week. With that being said, quarterbacks, Mahomes. I got Eckler, Swift, Thielen, Brown, Boyd from Cincinnati, Robbie Anderson again, Darren Waller showed up, Jalen Waddle. This is your week, baby. Let's go. Um, who also played with Tua in college. I got, all right, this is my thing, Robinson with Jacksonville falling down the depth chart. Doesn't look like he's even going to be the starter. 
I'm going to be swapping that pick out. That's my mystery pick. That's where I need some input. I need some fan, you know, input on that one because I need to replace Robinson. Who do I put in that flex spot? It could be a wide receiver, running back, or tight end. I do have one playing tonight, so I don't think I'll get to that in time. Well, with the feedback, we never know. If you guys tell me to play the tight end tonight, I'll play him. Um, I also have Lamar Jackson as my flex. Um, and I have kicker. I just picked up Gay. I dropped a Giants kicker just because they don't show up. Gay is with uh, the Rams. The Rams seem to be putting up a decent amount of points. So I slid Gay in there, and the Giants, you know, their offense is struggling. Definitely struggling. And I saw Odell Beckham's already ruled out for this week's game. And I got the Packers defense. Hopefully they show up. They definitely lost points last week. But this week we got Detroit. If everything goes as well, hopefully we make some points. My bench, my swap options, Trevor Lawrence. Always nice to have him there. Um, I got Z Moss from Buffalo, who's fallen in the depth charts. I got Jay Williams, who's a rookie running back in Denver. He's uh, second to Melvin Gordon. Um, he had decent stats last week. I'm hoping that he, you know, maybe he takes a starting role. You know, we never want nothing to happen to Melvin Gordon, but if something does, that boy's in the lineup. He's going, he's going hard. Um, I was, this is an option. I have Sammy Watkins. Um, he showed up last weekend. I don't know why he was thrown at so much or, you know, on Monday, but he got a lot of looks and the ball was thrown his way a lot. He's also playing against his former team in Kansas city. So that's a very good option. I wanted to put Sammy Watson, Sammy Watkins in that Robinson spot. It's hard though. Sammy Watkins getting old, man, but he used to be very dominant. So we'll see. We'll see. I got Brandon Ayuk sitting on there. He ain't doing nothing. I don't know what's up with his debt chart. I mean, he was a healthy scratch, basically. And then they said it was injury-related. Then they said he's still learning to be a pro. And blah. I'm not really sure. I got Terrence Marshall um, with Carolina. He's kind of like a more third string. If something happens with Robbie Anderson, then Marshall slides in. I still have Elijah Moore. I sat him down due to last week's performance. I have Kadarius Toney. With the Giants, until the Giants start proving something. I mean, Kadarius did get like two or three catches, I think two for two. So he did do decent. But And then I have Logan Thomas tonight. He plays tonight. Um, I can definitely start him. That wouldn't be bad in my flex option. He's projected at 11.87 in my PPR league. We play in the Sleepers League. Um, if anybody wants more information on that, I guess I could give it to him. But I don't really want y'all... Even following my stuff. Y'all just keep listening to what I tell y'all. Hey, how about that, man? That's how control works. No, I'm playing. All righty, folks. Well, I appreciate everybody listening. Um, I'm going to continue my day. I'm going to get to work. I'm going to keep grinding. Working on my NFT game. I'm definitely looking to invest in NFTs. If anybody's interested in that, I'm going to definitely be having one pop out in the Nipple Whiskers podcast. Oh, man. I know that I had had some stuff to talk about. I'm going to talk about it, but it ain't going to be right now. Um, definitely some of the things written on the back of people's helmets and things of such. So if you're listening for that, I haven't forgot. All right, folks, I'm out of here. I got to get to work. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. Um, love the love, love the support, love the comments. Let me know who to start on the fantasy league, or if there's somebody I should even chase on the waiver wire that you see coming up. All righty. Well, love ya. Once again, go pack, go. You have been listening to the particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!